Hi friends, I'm Andy Sell, and these are the people we know. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of People We Know, the podcast where real people get excited about unreal people. We got a really good show uh, today, one of my best buddies. One of my first friends in the comedy scene, Ryan Pfeiffer, came by to talk to us about the dude from Big Lebowski, and we had a great talk because Ryan is exactly like the dude. Uh, he's also a wonderful stand-up comic, and he has a podcast called Crab Nation, but we'll get to more of that later. Uh, first, I want to, you know, we do this new segment called Leah's Homework, uh, where we assign a cultural item for Leah to uh, check out, and she reports back to us with her thoughts on it. But um, today, I want to talk about uh, with Leah about uh, some homework that she's given herself. Uh, Leah is a great writer. She's a wonderful stand-up comic. She uh, used to have a blog at OKC.net that I fucking... If you've listened to this show, you've probably heard me talk about it. Uh, I love it a lot, and she's a phenomenal writer. She's got this new thing she's working on called the Bouncy Ball Project. And Leah, I'm going to be honest with you, I have not read any of them yet. That's okay. Um, I've been purposefully putting it off yeah because uh, i want to be able to read it when i'm able to kind of give myself entirely to it because I, I think you're such a great writer Aww, um <laughs> no that's true you're a phenomenal writer and uh um and i also am kind of unaware of exactly what this project is about because i wanted to talk to you about it here so uh why don't you tell us a little bit about the bouncy ball project okay well uh i've always been i've always liked bouncy balls that's just kind of a thing mm-hmm. that's gone on in my life i found them all the time so i thought oh these are magic and they lead do my you life. feel like you run into bouncy balls more often than the average person yes does? <laughs> i do i that's why i think it's weird you know I, I i just started noticing i would find a bouncy ball a lot you think like, it's weird because it is weird it is yeah. right do you guys find bouncy balls no no yeah, i think I that find them a lot. sometimes when you talk to me about bouncy balls and your experience with them i feel like no one on earth is real yeah. except you and we're yeah. all just we're we, we're all that's just weird. self-aware ai that's been programmed no. into your experience no i think that you can make your own game out of life too yeah. i think everybody has a thing one of my friends told me little... hers was one shoe she always finds one shoe mm. like out am i the only guy not finding shit no i think you just like, need it like i don't know i have uh, numbers i have certain numbers that uh re- that repeat back to really? me often on yeah, certain things that it's exactly. weird you just and, see patterns and things mm-hmm. but i would find I, and i never knew what to do with it i just always knew that i thought it was weird mm-hmm. and i'd yeah. find them in the weirdest times and I, you know and then i'd start talking about it or writing about it and then people would give them to me which is cool if you know a so you kind of formed a up, feedback loop at some point yeah friends yeah. gave me bouncy but i still have them i wrote their names on it i kept them and then like a, a while ago i was going through my room and i was just in a bad state i was just de- and like cleaning everything out of my room and I came across this bag of bouncy balls that people had given me with all these names and dates and I was like I found this one and and I was like wow these are cool but I also have a drawer full of them I had 190 like more than that even but I had it because when I got roasted in Oklahoma my friends had given me just a bunch with my name on it so I'm like what do I do with this anyway I go to work I actually have one that I grabbed for you that I don't think I don't think I ever gave Really? It to you yeah oh you should give it to me i'll okay. keep it i'll write your name on it I'll keep all right it forever okay <laughs> but yeah people give them to me all the time it's cool but i i thought about that and i was like man these are all the people that have 
just been my friends and been like, you're a weirdo, but here, this I thought of you and <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you this. And I, I don't know. I didn't know what it meant. And then I went to work and, you know, your job, you're just sitting there and you're like, ah, oh, it's my day job. What am I ever going to do? Mm-hmm. And my boss just walked in for no, doesn't know anything about me, really. Just walked in one day and he said, hey, I think you lost this. And he handed me a bouncy ball. It was the, it was an eyeball. It was the weird, and I like couldn't even react to him. I was just like, that is the weirdest thing. Oh, wow. That's really fucked up. Yeah. Like, in the line eyeball. that he used, hey, I think you lost this. This is yours, did, right? Did you, did, this is your third eye, and you left it yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it was <laughs> super it weird. Like, there's a point of frequency at which it stops being a fun little coincidence about you and becomes yeah. a cosmic joke. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you, and you become a Jim Carrey movie. Right. Yep. But then I just thought, you know, and then also as this is happening, also, I'm just, I can't understand why, I, you know, I'm working really hard. I feel like everything's, I'm doing everything right, but I'm just not, I'm just miserable, you know, <laughs> like I'm just not enjoying anything. And I, I used to really enjoy people, for instance, oh, and Jesus. talking to them. Oh, and God. then I would just start like, and oh, I don't want to do this. hurting them. Mm-hmm. No, I just like, <laughs> I just didn't want to do anything. You know, I just yeah. didn't. And so... I came up with an idea that every day for the next six months, I was going to do something not necessarily new, but just something I would not do. Mm -hmm. And in that, give a person a bouncy ball that I interact with during that time and give that bouncy ball a story and then write write it all down and sort of mark all the bouncy balls I give to people (laughs) and what happens around them. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been really interesting (laughs) so far. It's fun. It's just exhausting. (laughs) <laughs> That's and, yeah i mean thinking of something every day and then making time for it that would, yeah that would, that would consume you coming up with things is hard in the that. weekends it's not that but like trying to do it after you get off work during the week so if anybody ever has suggestions that's good i write them all down everything <laughs> I mean, the tiniest thing. And sometimes I'll just give myself a break and I'll be like, I'm going to try this cookie that someone recommended. <laughs> yeah. see what you know what I mean? And it'll just be a short little thing. But, but yeah, That's fine. And they every can't Monday, all be like Walter Mitty-esque exactly. adventures. And plus it'd just be yeah. too long. And yeah. then every Monday I want to release a blog about it. And then I just kind of want to cut them down to interesting scenes in themselves. That's yeah. awesome. But the hope is that by the end, it could kind of, I mean, I guess the point is I am obsessed with making things make sense obsessed with it and so this is kind of my way of like being a psycho and trying to piece everything together well, that's kind of like, what makes us human beings is like yeah. yeah that's like one of the things i really really strongly believe is that most of the things that we think about the universe is because the thing that kind of distinguishes human beings from other animals is that we have this pattern recognition software uh-huh. in our brains like we uh that, well and, and it often deceives us yeah, yeah. Because we like the the idea is that you know let's say there are two you know proto human hominids hanging out on the savanna of Africa, the one that constantly mistakes a shadow for a tiger and lives in paranoia is going to stay alive longer than one that one day mistakes a tiger for a shadow. So yeah. we yeah. select for pattern making, even if there aren't patterns around, because when you're right, it saves your life. And the rest of the time, you're just sort of running around in circles, but you're not dead. So who cares? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not not to trivialize what you're doing. It's just like there's something very fundamentally human about this. Right. Which is cool. Well, and I can't I mean, and I think my thing in particular is I cannot let something go until yeah. I make sense of it. I can't. I can't let oh, anything wow. go until it makes sense to me. So this is just my way of trying to make sense. How do you define making sense? To come to peace with it, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. just feel like it's, I get it now, or at least understand it. Because, like, a lot of times I feel like I'm walking around and I don't know what I've done wrong. or I Like, don't understand know. the why? It, yeah, because it feels like a lot, like, and I, 
I had this conversation with a person in the Scientology building for my upcoming blog. But oh my god! It oh feels god. like no. yeah, this is oh god. I've been that there. Was a That's a fun. One. Wait, did you go to the one on on Sunset near Vermont? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that place is like the height of kiosk-based oh, learning. That was hilarious, you, dude. If you want to see a kiosk, oh, they got like mad kiosks. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 they do. And uh, and I said, I guess I was talking to the lady, and I said that you know, it seems like no matter like my intentions are good and no matter how hard i try to make things good it's like i make them worse oh that's like chum in the water for those people yeah, yeah. i know i know it was <laughs> oh great my God, wait, and then you hear all you're, this so you you're not a scientologist no now, no no, no. i just okay. wanted to go in there and i was honestly i was just <laughs> clear the air <laughs> i was as honest with them as i could be i just wanted to see i was like i'm just i just want to see what it would be like if i came in yeah. here and did this yeah. and they fucked with my head did they make you sit in that theater and watch that hour long uh, that hour long thing with oh, all no, 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 it was an hour it was like yeah. a 10 minute orientation video that was oh. like had no information at all in it and it was so terrible and i don't know it was a bad experience but it i mean it ended up being a good segment of yeah. the thing because it was so awful i mean yeah. they just made me feel like shit yeah. i purpose. went in there one time for pretty much the same reason and they put it brought us into a theater and had us watch an hour-long interview with l ron hubbard that was all one shot and it was really <laughs> imperceptibly like zoom in and out on him like over the course of a minute and a half and i remember that uh they asked us if we wanted anything to drink and i asked for some coffee they brought me coffee and then the girls we were with asked for some tea and they brought them some tea found out later they had gone like a mile down the road and bought tea specifically to like bring it back brew it and give serious? it to us yeah that's crazy super crazy yeah. they're so weird wow the thing <laughs> no that offense, weirded me out is that they thought that that yeah, hour-long no, one-shot video yeah. was the Fence most compelling pretended. thing they could give they're, us it's fucking yeah they're stupid. monsters yep but i mean like they honestly they got to me but not like i believe in scientology now or i believe any of that shit it's just like they were trying to get to me yeah. and they fucking did you know oh i know and i left feeling i was so mad and i was like but <laughs> well, i if you go in there with any vulnerability i, I didn't even i mean i just i guess my the thing that's, well, that's interesting about this do. project is what keeps coming out is the vulner like the same thing keeps coming out and coming mm -hmm. and then i guess that's me making sense of it and i'm like yeah. oh you know what i think i know what's wrong and i don't want to you know i guess it's just sort of like builds on that and so that's why it's i don't know it's coming together like it's i'm making it make sense what yeah. is the thing that keeps coming out if you don't mind <sighs> uh i'm not <laughs> uh-oh that's fine that's fine <laughs> i think i'll let me just say i warning. think i have yeah. an addiction and it's not like a substance oh, okay gotcha let me just say that yeah all right yeah and it's a hard truth to face about yourself that's tough but you know you've you've, you've managed to arrive at that conclusion and perhaps the most entertaining way imaginable <laughs> i hope so <laughs> like, i hope so but it's quite a commitment so if you i'm having a great time reading good. you working through your shit yeah like, <laughs> well good i'm glad it's entertaining to people i'm i honestly i'm having a really good time doing it it's just like you know stressful trying yeah. to get everything done yeah. well anytime that you know, i mean because you're a very busy person too and you are you work at you work a job yeah. you do comedy uh, which anyone, for, if, you, if you listen to this podcast and you're not a comic, uh, comedy is a full time fucking job on mm -hmm. its own. Like, and and, it's and people don't know that. <laughs> and it's and it's every night, and it's Same all day, <laughs> and it's over and over yeah. and on and on, and it doesn't. 
And it's not just when you're on stage. It affects your, no, your it affects, it affects your the way life. you have it to process everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> to do that, in addition to a full time job, and all, and you do this podcast with us, and you, you know, now you're doing this other project. Like, you, you keep yourself really busy, and you do a lot well, of stuff. Yeah, and, and but part of that is because I, I am emotional person, and I don't yeah. know how to deal with it exactly. And yeah. I, the best way I've ever been able to is to write or to keep myself busy so I distract. Well, Until I mean, it, it, you're you're probably like a lot of people who do this, and I, I can speak to this, that like if you ever do stop working and like stop giving your brain input and something to work on, it'll just kind of start eating itself. Yeah. And that feels terrible. Yeah. It's the worst <laughs> feeling that's ever. That's what I, I do. That's how it. I live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a waking nightmare from which yeah. there is no escape. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, I, I fuck up and don't think to keep myself busy, and so that's what happens to me. Just yeah. uh, my brain turns into teeth. And, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. and it starts chewing on all my organs and eventually yeah. it's going to get to my skin and uh, I'm going to disappear. You ever think about every embarrassing thing you've ever done at once? Dude, oh, God, every 30 yes. seconds. Yep. yep. <laughs> Have you ever thought about every one that broke your heart all at one time and just went right through it every time? Yep. Uh, uh, every second of I, it? I tend to think about um, every time I've ever hurt someone else. Yeah, oh, that's, that's that more too. my move. Like, I've done yeah. that. I don't, in my head, in the narrative of my relationships, I don't have any... I have maybe one where I was the victim and yeah. the rest of them, the narrative in my head is, oh, well, I broke that. Well, well, like, yeah. That's my fault. I have no. a lot of things where I was the victim, but I think I spent my entire 20s getting through that. Uh, yeah. And then and then now that I'm in my 30s, it's like, oh, you solved that one? Well, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> now no, we got come it. Come back yeah. into the theater. Yeah. We got some films exactly. to show you. We yeah. got some movies for you. It's a right. marathon. Get some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh. about every lie I've told. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think about uh, every time I embarrassed my parents in a public place. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That one. That think one. about every I mean, time. Even when I'm not thinking about that, my parents are bringing it up to me, yeah. which is helpful. Yeah. See, yeah. my parents yeah. don't bring it up to me. I think they uh. know that I punish myself every time. Um, every time water has come out of another person's eyes because of me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's well, that's um, pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we, and then we do artistic things to kind of confront that and yeah. process it. And mm-hmm. it. And it. Sometimes it's a salve. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it eases it, but then once you get past, you know, I think the superficial stuff and you start to get into the core of why, and especially if you're like doing this pattern recognition stuff with mm-hmm. it yeah. and trying to place it in an order yeah. and you'd start confronting things like causality and, you know, nature versus nurture right. and all this other stuff, like there's no salve there. Right. <laughs> nope. It's just like, it's just like, okay, we're in it yeah. um, and someone's going to win and someone's well, going to lose. When you realize the why is you. And then then you just have to deal with it and confront it. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, at some point you're forced to confront the fact that there is only one common element in all of these stories. Right. Right. (laughs) And then that's, that's hard. And to be honest about it and to just be like, Hey, look, this is what I did. Well, I think then, I think then the ease and the release comes from, or at least maybe not the release, but some form of comfort comes from stacking that up with other people's investigations of themselves and, and understanding that like, Hey, I'm not alone in this. Oh yeah, any We've kind of personal art is like yeah. that's that's what comedy is is standing up. I mean any kind of personal comedy that mm-hmm. like comes from like sharing your experiences is standing yeah. up. And you want people to laugh, but I think on another level you want to get off the stage and have somebody be like, "Oh, that sort of thing happened to me too." Yeah. yeah. Like there is something well, that's universal how you get about a your bigger experience. Laugh. I mean that's the oh, yeah. that's, those are the most real laughs is the yeah. relatable ones. You know? yeah. And the ones that get at something that everybody's experienced but no one talks about. Right. Like, I mean, that's, we can all sit around talking about airline food, but we talk about airline food, mm-hmm. like talking about how everybody's afraid they've disappointed their parents. 
that's you know <laughs> that's yeah. where the funny is everybody <laughs> yeah. yeah when i get up on stage and address a group of uh 20 somethings who don't have jobs and i'm like so guys i don't know where i stand on suicide like <laughs> oh. Ooh, yeah oh, that's <laughs> where the, that's <laughs> where the comfort is am i right yeah. <laughs> i think you might kind of be right yeah, yeah. I don't like that, but I think you might yeah. be. Yeah, I uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to reading it. What's the website on? What's the? It's actually just on my website, which is just okay. my name. So it's leahkajanian dot com. That's K A Y A J A N I N. I love that you've done that so many times. That's that felt that you have it down to a rhythm. Oh Jesus, you guys, my life has been that every day. But you know. Yeah. So cool. yeah, and I'll do it every Monday. I'll do. I'll report back on the weeks. It's funny because I I have a until... bouncy ball story that I want to share with you. I mean, I'm not gonna do Please? it now because we're we yeah. gotta wrap this up. But uh, yeah, tell it to me. I'll tell it to you. Off. That, I don't, yeah, yeah. Off. I don't know. Some it's... really interesting things are gonna happen, yeah, everybody. Exactly. After it's gonna we be cut, we'll tease but it. Maybe for... we'll do it. Sometimes next things week. are for us. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. But you do you find that you're that you're you, it seems like you find like you're making some headway here. It sounds like a deriving so. comfort. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I think I've never been a person that felt comfortable like with the idea of therapy or mm-hmm. like I, every time I'm talking to my friends when I'm upset, I feel like I'm just why am I doing this to them? Yeah. You know, like I yeah. feel terrible. I'm like, well, they have problems. Well, they don't have to listen to my stupid. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think that key too is to know that you're when you're when you're discussing your problems with somebody, you're not always burdening them. Yeah. I know. Sometimes I know. people listen because it helps them too. Yeah, right. you know. But it's the same problem over and over, and I'm like, you know what? I think uh, maybe I just need to face this head no. on. Yeah, you know? but you know, sometimes people like listening to the same song over and over again. You yeah. know, and maybe we like to hear. That you're still doing terrible, and if someone, <laughs> <laughs> and if somebody can focus on you know someone else's bullshit for a second and help fix it, right? You know that's a lot easier than fixing your own bullshit, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why we should all outsource our bullshit. Yeah. You well, know? I don't even know why I feel like that because when somebody tells me stuff, I'm I never feel bothered or burdened. Yeah, I'm like, thank you. I'm yeah. glad you're sharing this. Yeah. With and if me, someone is asking I... me for advice on something a lot of times I'll find that the advice I give them is like, oh, no, wait, that's not for you. That's, that's for, for me. me. Yeah. I didn't even know my, about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> you knew. Yeah. You yeah, knew. I mean, you know, but it's <laughs> yeah. not. Sometimes you don't know something until you say it out loud. Yeah, I know. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but it is really, really entertaining. I Like I told you before we started yeah, recording, I look, forward, I look forward to it every week. Oh, it's thanks, really, really man. good. Thank Everybody, you. Fucking listen to it. It's actually been painful. I'll pain- come to your house and punch you. It's actually been painful for me to not check it out just because... I am like you know I've said it a million times, but I think you're an, an amazing writer, Aww, and I thanks. and I and I used to always love reading the stuff that you had on OKC.net, and uh, I've always been excited to see you doing new stuff. And uh, that um, I'd rather be funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Post is like so good and so like it hits everything it needs to hit. You know what I mean? Like, it, and it, but it's so personal. And I read that and I was like, God damn it! This is because I hadn't read anything from you in a while until that. And now I'm I'm super excited that I have something new to check out Thanks. from you. So uh, go to dot com. K a y a j a n i a n. Her yeah. name's in the show notes. Everybody, L-E-A-H. just copy. Yeah. Control <laughs> Control C <laughs> Control V. Like, yeah. And uh, and check it out. The Bouncy Ball Project. Yep. Awesome. Thank uh, you. That's a person we know named Leah. <laughs> discussing her her homework. Yeah, uh, that's the twist. Leah's not real. Everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
That's a, I wouldn't be it's surprised. It's a Simone situation. <laughs> yes. We just made her up. It's actually uh, it's the Hank Azaria doing her voice right now. <laughs> oh, hey, guys, what do you say? Let's talk to Ryan Pfeiffer about uh, the dude from Big Lebowski. Hell yes. Do it. All right. dies and it has nothing to do he with He recently me. broke his elbow and then his forearm on, Good. on two on different, different sides. Days. Like that. No, oh, on the same, same thing, but he has to walk around like arms. this. Yeah. Oh, damn. He got drunk <laughs> and went snowboarding down a, a trail. God, didn't man. have any snow on it. And then he tried to sue the uh, ski lodge or whoever was renting the snowboard. Because they weren't, they weren't like, hey, make sure there's snow there when you go. <laughs> He's, a, He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Do you so, see him? Have you seen him? No, recently? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, do you listen to his show? Is that oh, yeah. Why listen. would you listen to that? It sucks. It sucks so <laughs> fucking bad. It's the funniest thing ever. Every show starts off the same. Hello. 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 Okay. Uh, today we're going to start. I get a script written out for the show. Uh, call in. And then he has fake. He'll, he'll like pretend like he gets uh, questions and if he has a caller he'll go hey caller we have a, a question from dick punch nebraska <laughs> what do you prefer the the pet rock or the mr potato head <laughs> damn it he does the that the wait whole he has fuck- actual callers though yeah sometimes does he script who the, the callers or do you know who like you know who calls internet them? radio shows racists oh, yeah. people just call in and be like i hate the jews click that's it <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> yeah, you 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 have an internet radio show yes I've called it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. You're not racist. That's no. nice. Because all our callers are fucking racist. They are. What they, do you do? I, I don't know. I, well, one time we have this one kid who kept calling in and then it was being, it would say something like, kill all the Jews. would be like, oh, I got to go. I just spilled ravioli all over the place. <laughs> and every prank caller that was calling in incorporated ravioli in like the N-word. Oh. <laughs> After a while, I, this one kid was sounded so young. I'm like, "Why are you such a racist?" You're, you, you're he's like, "I'm 19." Like that's so sad. Ugh. You're so fucking stupid. Sit around all day calling internet radio shows. And be like, "Hey, the Jews." Want to get the message what a out fucking there? Loser. <laughs> Can you say that? Can you just be like, "You're a fucking loser"? Yes, okay. I bet you do. And I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, welcome. Oh. bad dad uh this is ryan pfeiffer guys hi hi ryan pfeiffer i'm actually really excited about this one because you are one of my favorite people oh thanks man uh, you're actually excited yeah i'm really excited usually he's feigning yeah usually when i say (laughs) that i'm excited about it i'm like faking it i'm just (laughs) like this next comedian's my favorite that's what it is Uh, i I love this guy yeah I do. I think you're great. I think uh, I think Ryan Pfeiffer is great. I love you. He's great. I love Leah too. Yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> we're, right, we're done here. We're, we're, we're we friends. We, we used to be friends. We used to all hang yeah, out. Yeah, we did. And then Good. you know everybody's career path kind of changed. Friends. And um, yeah, 
Are we You're, not friends anymore? No, no not really. <laughs> oh, you mean we used to like hang out? It's funny. I see Leah and I go to hug her. I can tell it's like an effort for her. No, it's you know like, what? Uh, You're fucking like, crazy. Shut up. You didn't just break I, your you arm. Know, it's me. you because you like I can tell that you think that. And I'm like, I don't know why the fuck you think How that. How do you know what I'm thinking? Because I can read it on your face, Ryan. You're really obvious. You're like the most now readable. We hate each other? I can read it on your face. It's obvious. It's obvious that you're like hesitantly <laughs> hugging Ryan's me. Ryan's face is like a children's book. The yeah. whole time is always just this fucking grin What's wrong on with it. you? <laughs> no, I can tell grinning. that you're hesitant about <laughs> yeah. hugging me, and that's why no, no, no. it's weird. But you make it weird. I not do. me. I'm very sorry. I like to hug I, you. I'd like to apologize for every interaction we've had. I didn't know it was so for painful. Every inter- why? And awkward. It never is. I like it. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> anyway. This is why we stopped hanging yeah. out. I think, <laughs> I think that might, we might have uh, been. Well, this, our guest today is Ryan Pfeiffer, and he's one of the first friends I made when I started stand-up. That's awesome. You were like, it was. I think it was you yeah. and LaCour Ooh. and Jeff Johnston and... Um, what a, that's a murderer's row of comedians. I mean, uh, all those people. And mostly comedians who don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Johnston, I don't even know him. Uh, he, he's in San Francisco He was now. hot. He's, he's hot guy. Yeah, he looked like Adam Scott. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I like Adam Scott. He did the act where he put a, a cow on his head. Oh, yeah. Beef a cow Wellington. on his head. A cow, he, a cow, cow mask. mask. Oh, he didn't look like a Adam. Cow. I know Jeff. He's from Oklahoma, he looks, right? Yeah, he looks like Adam Scott. You don't think he looks like Adam Scott? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Redneck. Super nice guy, though. Super nice guy. Super great bass player. Uh, <laughs> who who the fuck is that? Who's Adam Scott? From uh, Parks, Parks and, Rec and Rec and Party Down. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, he's a... Jeff I feel like you have matter. a rant None just in there matters. that wants to come out of that. I don't Scott now that you know who it is. I don't know who that like, is. Like, just brimming just, like, behind I don't like Parks and Rec. I, I don't well, fucking I do like that something. show. Can I do it? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Can I do it? Uh, I hate that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Who's that? <laughs> is that me? Is that me, you motherfucker? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I didn't know uh, we were going to do impressions. I've been working on my Andy and and Leah. I hate that. Do our voices intertwine in the middle, please. Guys, oh, I really wanted to kill myself today. (laughs) I just couldn't find the right turtleneck. I don't wear turtlenecks, you fuck. I don't know. You're just so sad sometimes. You wear dark clothes. I do. You're not, yeah. are you, were you ever goth in high school? No, I, I hung out with a lot of goths, though. <laughs> like, junior year of high school, all Related my friends. Related to the goths. Junior yeah. year of high school, all my friends were goths. Yeah, black uh, nail polish. Wear, no, I but you didn't do it? I didn't do that. Did you wear no. a trench coat? No, yeah. I, I did have a, bl- a long black coat. It wasn't a trench coat or a duster or anything. Yeah. yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't that into like dressing with the you know yeah. label. You know. Yeah. Can you believe he never shot off a of school when he was growing up? <laughs> I about see that all it. the time. I I'm like, how the fuck did you get this far without blowing people's brains out? Because I had a moral compass, man. Yeah, yeah. I knew right from wrong. <laughs> you knew. Let me see it. New past tip. <laughs> Not anymore. Are you kidding yeah. me? I've been doing comedy too right? long to it's fucking just, have gone. any kind of. Ethical. I don't even know what I believe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Do you, you believe in God? Come on. Don't <laughs> bullshit me. Um, no, but I believe that the universe gives me signs. Atheist. <laughs> but I'm not like, no. I You're a reluctant atheist. I don't believe in atheism what either. What, like, what, it's, uh, it's more obnoxious to me sometimes. Oh, shut oh. up. No, it's sometimes not. Sometimes it what, is. Yeah. What sign is the universe not, giving you? <laughs> Bouncy, but I, uh, I, bouncy, I what? seriously magic. I, I just magic, got a bad dad note. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Just got a bad, bad dad note. You know what? Good call there, John. Uh, that would have right. never um, stopped. It really would have just kept going. Yeah. 
But uh, Ryan needs to do his impression of me before the show's over. That's okay, well, let me we'll, think we'll about get it. Back to that, uh, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> let me work on it. So you're one of the first friends I made when I started standing. Yes. Uh, you are. You have a great podcast called oh, yeah. Crab Diving. Thank you. Um, and you do a live show with that mm-hmm. uh, live broadcast. Yeah, it's called Crab Nation. Crab Nation is the live one. It's on a fucking wrestling network. <laughs> it really is. It's Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. What's it called? Voc- Voc- it's on VocNation.com. Nation. It's called Crab Nation. We do a liberal, stoner, atheist comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> I like it because it's basically just Patrick, your roommate, yeah. reading like headlines yeah. and you reacting to them. Right. Yeah, he's had the worst job. He's oh, my writing partner, partner, Patrick Vile. He reads all the stories and I just... I just yell at right-wing nut jobs. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm an angry old man in training. I like it. <laughs> um, ladies, he's... Uh, are you single right now? Ladies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? I am. What? Look me up on uh, Craigslist. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn. Casual encounters. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's very handsome. You look very young. Oh, thank age. you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Uh, fuck off. Give him a this note. Give him a bad dad note. Yeah. Fuck him, man. Okay, you look I, good for your age. Let me just <laughs> say... Which is 95. No, you look great. You look... Well, no, but I don't mean like you look good for your age. It's in like... But you when people good. find out your age, they're astounded. Nobody oh, yeah, believes yeah. it. Right. Right. Oh, be less of a dick. Is no, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a good note, John. Thanks, John. Uh... No, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, this has gotten weird. I'm trying... Wait, hey, when people dad. find out how old you are, they're like, oh my God. You know what? That happens no. to everybody that lives in the city. No. I'm almost positive. Yeah, because you're everyone soft. everyone I've met, I've thought is you're younger than Yeah, you're soft. Everybody's soft, walks around, the weather's nice, you know, yeah. walked all around all hunched over, food's better, maybe. It's true. We're it's soft, yeah. It's true that people in the South... Were, were, you, were you about to say people in the South yeah. are, are fat? Well, they I was going to say are, man. They're, they're enormous. Just, like, they, they, they are. Really? I, like it's they'll, noticeable they'll now. I never mines. realized. <laughs> but when I go back, lung. I'm like, this is crazy. They all work in Walmart where I'm from. Oh god, yeah. all in Walmart. Yeah, those little blue, those sad little blue smocks. They got to stretch over there. You know what the you know what the Walmart <laughs> the Walmart greeter is now yeah. to me. The, the idea of the Walmart greeter that's capitalism's version of the head on the pike outside the castle. Walls. Welcome to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. the like look what that's we true. did. It's because they always they just, still have well, greeters. The, the greeter in Walmart yes. in the Midwest and the <laughs> South. So the greeter there. The greeter at Walmart is always some ninety-year-old poor fuck who used to own his own business or her own business in that town, and Walmart came in and just crumpled that business up and shoved it in its maw, and then took the guy that owned it and said, "You're the guy that greets people now." It's horrible. It's the head on the pike. It's the look what we did to your fucking community. The Walmart don't you dare try to fight us in my hometown. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually their slogan. Don't. With us, Walmart. They, they, you get your haircut there. The eye doctor. Walmart all your will prescriptions. swallow your dreams. Sorry, Walmart swallows. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Seriously. it's everything. It's all of your st- your guns. Walmart your music, would never swallow. Your... It would never swallow. Yeah, you're right. No, it spit. spits it in your eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would. Well, Walmart doesn't. <laughs> bad okay. dad. Bad, bad dad. Yeah, bad dad. Well, um, fuck Walmart. Are they a sponsor or something? No, 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 no. No, it's no just, that's our code word for we're really. getting for way we're getting off, off this topic. topic. Because that's a reference to a show where we did that the entire show. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes sense, too. There's a double meaning to it because it also means that I'm being a poor father of the podcast. Oh, that's good, Andy. By letting it run riot. Are you the mommy? If he's the daddy, what are you? Ugh. 
the no if he's the daddy. Um, <laughs> you guys created this no podcast. Like, you know, she's my, I like he was a friend. She's right. my sister-in-law. <laughs> my, wife, my wife died. Fucked up kids. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, both yeah. have <laughs> fucked up children. Together or yeah. just separately anyway? S- either. Either. <laughs> but together... Biggest smart ass on the planet. Your kids yeah. would be so normal, Ryan. Really? Though. Yeah. My kids? Yeah. Swimming All around. The kids you're going to have? <laughs> on a dirty t-shirt and my hamper? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good God. luck with that. All right. Let me explain why I was excited for this and why I'm not <laughs> now, now you're bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited to have you on. I mean, I am excited to have you on because I like this conversation because also, in addition to you being a good friend of mine and a great comic who I admire, you also picked a character that to me so far in this sh- in this in the history of this the brief history of this show no one has picked a character that so perfectly suits them uh-huh. yeah. as much as this one that's that's like when you told me that your character i was like cuz that's I know, who it was you like, are. duh. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell us who you picked? I picked I picked the dude uh, from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. You it's know, fucking I, perfect. <laughs> listen, I just I, I I just rewatched this movie, and it, it, it's it's the best movie on the planet. My my well, no, my favorite movie is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah. Followed by this one. It's it's the best movie ever. I would say Big Lebowski is a perfect film. It's, it really is. It's, and I, I, it's Big Lebowski and Casablanca are the two perfect movies. <laughs> uh, it's the best ever. Like when he the the opening scene when he's in Ralph's writing the check for half and half. <laughs> I I, uh, I totally uh, identify with that kind of. I mean, I, would, I, 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 don't know. I haven't written a check in years, though, so I'm fucking lying. I actually, I think I identify it, more with he, Walter. Doesn't he write it for ninety two cents? Yes, or it's like yeah, it's the best. But you would have written a check during that time because that was in the nineties. I wasn't alive back then, so. <laughs> What? Was kidding. it ninety one? No, like pretend I'm young. You checked out of life for what? a few years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you, you were very, very dude like. Yeah, I mean, you got some Walter in you too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the thing about the dude that I noticed is that he is surrounded by nutcases at all times. Like he's surrounded by these crazy people that overreact to everything, and I feel like. You are that too. Like yeah. you're like like yeah. you're kind of crazy yourself. Just like the dude is kind of crazy himself. But like you're surrounded by these people that are always blowing things way out of proportion. <laughs> but it comes and from you're just yeah. like, and I don't want to name names. No, listen, it's but true. It comes from a place from you. Like you just want everybody to be chill, be cool. and you're yeah. so fucking pissed that they're not that you get mad about it. So that's yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I think I I agree with that. In this in this. The Big Lebowski, the only, like, what does his character want? He wants his, his rug. He wants his fucking rug. So he can walk, you know, so he can hang out in his apartment, do his Tai Chi while he's drinking a white Russian and walk in circles and just think all fucking day. And, and that's, that's all you want. That's all I want. Honestly, that's how I, that's how I ride. I walk around my apartment stoned off my dick. You know what I mean? Trying to think of jokes, trying not to be miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all the, that's all the Big Lebowski wants. He's got all these, like, they're shitty friends. Most of them are shitty friends, and they're mm. entertaining. They're fun to be around, but but they're they're, they're fucking. And shitty. they mean well, but they yeah. fuck everything up. Like Walter, fucks everything up for dude. You you do you know what part of the movie? You know what it takes to make Walter nice. The uh, uh what's his face dying? Donnie. Uh, yeah. Donnie yeah. dying. Yeah. That's that's the one moment he has where he, where he hugs this guy him. who he treated like shit the, the entire rest of the movie, probably his whole life. Yeah. yeah, he's treated him like shit. I think every line to Donnie from Walter is "Shut the fuck up, Donnie." Yeah, yeah, you're like a child. You have yeah. no frame of reference. You're like a child who wanders into the middle of a movie. Like he's just constantly saying that shit. Like, yeah, 
I'm the walrus, dude. I am the walrus. But the Big Lebowski, the way he deals with things, is so interesting. It's not like he even looks at the problem or even considers it. He's just thinking, like, how far, what is this problem doing to keep me off my carpet? Yeah. And where's my drink? That's the only thing he <laughs> yeah, wants. He doesn't give a thing. shit yeah. about the problems. That's why the movie's so good. He just I wants think. it to go I mean, away. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it when he asks, uh, when, when Tara Reid offers him a blowjob for $1,000. <laughs> she says, I'll suck your cock for $1,000. And then, uh, then what's his face? Philip Seymour Brave, Hoffman. Yeah, yeah Brad. That's that moment. He's like, I- I'm going to go to an ATM. I'm going to go find a cash machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, he's just so. He, the thing is, I don't want to call him witless, but he's unwitting. You know, I mean, he's he he's he doesn't have any schemes. He doesn't have any plans. He doesn't. He's not. He, there's no deliberation. Because to his fuck actions. it. Yeah, he's just like he's just kind of going along with it, stuff. It like, doesn't make a difference what he does to handle yeah. these problems. He doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even, and the thing is, and that's, his lack of a of an ism is an ism to, unto itself. So much so that, like, Walter even has that line to him where he, dude's freaking out about, stu- about like, the, yeah. the dirty undies. They're going to kill that like, poor woman. They're going to kill that poor woman. And he's, and, and. Walter's like you're being very undued right now, dude. Like <laughs> you're not being yourself. Like so he I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't no, know what I'm trying to say. That's very dude like of you. <laughs> my guy doesn't have a fucking point. My well I like <laughs> listen. My I love it when he's sitting in the hot tub smoking that joint with the uh with the cl- with the the tweezers, you yeah. know, the roach. And then these two luna- these three lunatics come in. Uh <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the, the denialist yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peter Stormare and uh, <laughs> Flea. And he has the the what is that the animal? It's a, a marmot, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh <laughs> he just looks at he's like plus hey. uh, aquatic uh, yeah. mammal in city limit that's that ain't that's illegal, illegal. <laughs> that's illegal as hell it's like nice marmot that's his line yeah. when three people walk in his apartment nice marmot, nice marmot. <laughs> where's the money Lebowski and then they stick his face in the toilet they bring it up he's like I think it might be down there let me take another look <laughs> I don't know how the fuck Jeff Bridges didn't win an Oscar for that what won that year some asshole playing some cancer victim <laughs> That's easy. Some some jerk off played somebody with autism. Meanwhile, the, Jeff Bridges was like ripping his heart out in this fucking role. That's ah, a snub. Nineteen ninety eight. That, that was the year. That that's the year it came out. But the movie takes place that? in ninety two. I think. Did he nail? It? <laughs> Wait, who is was that? It Hanks. Oh. oh, Panini won for life. Oh. Life is beautiful. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's a good movie. World War Two Holocaust beats anything. Oh, that's a good movie. Though. It is a good movie. Yeah, it's an okay. Big movie. Lebowski's better. I like it. Big Lebowski is better. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the thing. This is the thing about Big Lebowski, though, is that when it came out in '98, it didn't do great. It didn't yeah. do that well. I mean, it did okay. I, I watched this documentary last night called Achievers, uh, and it's all about the Lebowski Fest. Those like big festivals oh, yeah. that have been going on in the country. Since <laughs> there whenever. are those. I didn't yeah. know. That. Oh, yeah. oh god, it's cra- they're like Star Wars conventions with these fucking nerds, man. Like oh, they. My god. I mean, I know everyone was into it. Definitely, (laughs) like dressing up for Halloween every year, for every year. But when I saw the movie, and the thing is, the the documentary starts out with saying like the movie failed miserably and got pulled after six weeks, and I'm like, six weeks is actually a decent run. Uh, It's a pretty decent run. It failed miserably. I wouldn't say it failed miserably. They're just using hyperbole. But it didn't do great. Mm -hmm. It didn't do very well. Uh, It was their follow up to Fargo. Um, right. It was their first movie after Fargo, and this is the thing with the Coen Brothers—they like to switch it up with their stuff. Like Burn After Reading came out 
That's, that's um, such a great movie. After No Country for Old Men. Right. Because everyone was expecting another No Country for Old Men, they weren't ready for Burn After Reading. And I think the same thing happened with Lebowski. People just weren't ready for something so whimsical after something so dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but I also, like, my friends all loved Lebowski. Mine too. My friends all saw yeah. it multiple times. I saw it in the theater multiple times. We had a drinking game to it. Yeah. What was it? What's the Every game? time he takes a sip, you take a sip. Oh, of white, you, get a white you just sit there with yeah, white Russians and yeah. get wasted while yeah. you watch the movie. Me and my friends did that. Like, <laughs> You're talking about Burn After Reading. That's the character I should have chose. That, uh, John Malkovich's character who uh, busts in the door with the axe because <laughs> his wife leaves him. Oh, man. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe I, didn't, I identify more with him. I don't know. I'm just you're, kidding. You're I'm very joking. much the dude. I love the dude. You're a good guy. <laughs> you're very much the dude. Today. I'm excited. You are our yeah. dude. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, but th- so that movie, it didn't do great. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of like people underestimated it. And so, yeah, it didn't get any Oscar attention. It didn't get any whatever, but it became this cult hit that everybody yeah. loves now. It's kind of fascinating because it's set in uh, the first Gulf War. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, it's so oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes place at that time. Well, they they kept repeating that line that George Bush said. This aggression will not yeah, stand. Yeah, yeah, this aggression will not stand. Uh, With uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, and it's very much a product of his time. And even right. Sam Elliott's narration in the film, like he talks about that, like the dude is a man of his time. There's a if, what does he says every 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 time has a has a figure that represents. Right. I'm paraphrasing, but he says every time period has a figure that fully represents its time. And for this for the early '90s, it was the dude. And right. It's, I think that's mm. perfect. Um, because he kind of also exists outside of at least the political context of the time, but that's just you know. <laughs> I, <laughs> just again, I'm just like wandering off. I, I love the uh, what's what's the guy that plays uh, Jesus? John Turturro. John Turturro is yeah. is so good. It's so good in this. Oh, he's great. I go, you when he he tells John Goodman. You, <laughs> he's gonna fuck you in the ass. On yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Sunday, I'll take it from you. you and I shoved the gun up your ass, and, and pull I pulled the trigger. The trigger. Till it goes click. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Eight-year-olds, dude. It, it is just such a weird movie. Like it's just it's it's a weird collage of scenes. Yeah. Well, it's I mean it's it's the big it's John and I were talking about this earlier. It's say hi, John. Hey, <laughs> I like hey, that. Hey, John. It's the big sleep. It's it's uh, you know the big sleep. In, in in a lot of ways too, it's just general. It's a send up of noir films, right? Which is something the Coen Brothers have done a lot of. But their first film, Blood Simple, was a noir. <laughs> yeah. Um. But. And that's what this is too. It's it's the old 1940s detective yeah. movies, but it's specifically it's the Big Sleep, the Humphrey Humphrey. Bogart. Well, that's where the Coen Brothers met uh, the 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 character the, that the dude. When they made bad. Blood Simple, that's when yeah. they met Jeff Dowd, who is the the real right. life dude. Um, he was really in the, uh, was the Seattle, Se- Seven. Seattle Seven. That mm. see that's uh, that's where I identify with the dude, and it kind of depresses me a little bit. There's a scene um, right after uh, he has sex with uh, Maud. Yeah, yeah, and, and and she's sitting there, and she says something like, you know. What do you do? Like, what's your story? And he's like, I was in, I was in the Seattle Seven, and I wrote a paper, yeah, and the, all that shit happened like fifteen years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I think about that sometimes. Like when somebody asks you to to describe your stand up career or your acting <laughs> career or whatever, and and still, my best gig is back in uh, the mid nineties, and that's <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. starting to become a long that's a long fucking time ago. Oh man! And to have to to have to sit there and explain to somebody, yeah, it's ninety five. Had a good job. 
Jeez. I mean, you know, you, you know, you had to fool. Well, what you do in between then? Oh, a lot of shit. Yeah, oh, I wrote shit for Metallica. Being, <laughs> uh, shit being the you know, you know, the operative word. But it, 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 in the way, in the way, the the, the big well, Lebowski character is a little fucking terrifying. Yeah. Well, he was. I mean, on a bigger, on a uh, on a more, I think, uh, urgent level too than just like the best thing he did. Seattle Seven, anti-war, anti-Vietnam protest movement. Um, he talked about writing that statement or that manifesto. Yeah. And he was like the first draft, not the compromised second draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it still bugs him. Still, yeah. Exactly, it still bugs him. And he exists uh, from this time where he... It's it's interesting to me, too, to, to have that saying that he's... To describe him as a man of the early 90s, as a representative of that, when to him, in his mind, he's from... The '60s, the '70s, this mm-hmm. this like important vital movement to try and change the dominant social paradigm of our country to sort of overthrow the establishment, right? And it failed, and he so and he it so, didn't work, yeah. He and so, now he's just riding that out, and that is what the '90s were, right? That Nothing. is what the early '90s were, at least before the Gen X takeover, right? Yeah. So, somebody well, like the Big them. Lebowski, he's not going to give a shit about what's going on in the '90s. You know, they're, yeah. he's, they're starting a war. Nobody gave a shit. Everybody yeah. wanted to go to war. No, there no, was a big protest. I, I, when the I was 90s. in the South, I remember everybody oh, well, was so the South, fucking dude. excited to go kill <laughs> yeah. Saddam. And every one of the, the shitty little uh, convenience stores, there was "Kill Saddam" T-shirts. Yeah, I mean there was that shit in Iowa too, um, where I when I was you know in the, when that happened. But there was a pretty healthy protest movement against that war at that time. Yeah, but. Also, too, the, the the early '90s was a backlash against the '80s and the exactly. excess, and that yeah, that excess and that that uh, that superficial superficiality of the '80s. Uh, I mean, it changed a lot too culturally when Nirvana came around. Nirvana was a response. To, I wrote a paper about to Guns that. and Roses, to <laughs> Warrant, to all that shit, paper. to pop music. Yeah, about Nirvana. You, really? Yeah, I wrote like four, one semester. I was like, I'm gonna write everything about Nirvana and see if anybody oh, notices. Cool. And I did. It Is great. your character gonna be Kurt Cobain? No, Larry David. Yeah, but I don't have an episode. You're gonna. You're I am? going to. Yeah. Larry David. Oh, all I the see way. that. I totally see that Larry yeah. David yeah. thing. Have you ever seen Leah deal with a uh, heckler or something? <laughs> she won't fucking let it go. God forbid you're watching Leah, Leah, Leah do comedy and you just take out your phone just for a second. She's like, <laughs> oh, okay, God. no, no, go ahead and text. I'm just right up here performing. Don't worry about me. <laughs> I just, I just so want everybody to be good he's... members of society. That's all. You Listen, know what I mean? when you're on stage, just I fucking like watch. <laughs> I don't, like don't want to catch it. <laughs> well, the, you know, the dude's interesting. Because he has that scene where the guy, the landlord comes up and he's like, hey, I want you to come see uh, my mm-hmm. movement, my yeah, cycle, my, my dance thing. Yeah. And he's like, it's a tenth. You know, it's a tenth of the month already. And he's like, far out. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. That's right. It's rent. And they're like, rent, yeah. is there anything more stressful when you than when you don't have rent money yeah, in your life? I like, I, I've had a few months, like more than a few months like that. And all you're thinking is, where do I get 800 fucking dollars this yeah. month? And he's able to like... That's a true stoner, by the way. Like, he's able to take this horrible thing that's happening. Like, he doesn't have rent. He could be homeless. And he just puts it up there and fucking stares at it until the problem goes away. Fucking magically, somehow. (laughs) See, I think that's the problem with identifying too much with the Big Lebowski. Because I think the dude is magical. And I don't think that He's magic translates yeah. to real like life. Yeah. <laughs> like me. Like you. Yeah. Wait, you're magical? Mm-hmm. I'm magic. No, because the, the, the dude is the sign that the day. universe is giving oh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, well I he, find when I get older, though, like the dude, like when someone presents, before I would freak out about small things, like my tire, 
you know, I get a mm-hmm. flat tire. And now I'm just like, meh, whatever. I just deal with it and go on with my day. So that's kind of like, the, I don't know. The older I, I get, just the say, more chill fuck, I am. This sucks. And then yeah, I don't and then you it. just, you're like, what's <laughs> right. it going to help if I freak out about it? Yeah. Though, what know? the dude would do is he would get a flat tire. He would just leave his car. There. Yeah, just leave it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I got to go ball. <laughs> like I, I desperately have to get back to my apartment so I can put my headphones on and listen to a cassette tape of like, <laughs> like Led Zeppelin and do Tai Chi. <laughs> that used to be my fantasy when I moved first moved to LA. I just <laughs> would fantasize about just pulling off the road and then just walking away from uh, my like car and the, never returning. Like everybody just hurts walking. video. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Aw, <laughs> oh, thanks. That's your favorite video? <laughs> I just down. like stole oh, yeah. that. No, not killing everybody. <laughs> you ever think if you win the just lottery? Just leaving and never coming back. See, just I think walking. about that. I think about like if you won the lottery, you got that winning ticket. I would no, just nothing. take no off money. my clothes and yeah, set my, exactly. set take my apartment on fire and just get give me the check. Just, just Buying walk. all new shit. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I would do it without the money. Yeah. <laughs> in my fantasy. Right. Until I die slowly. Yeah, in I my fantasy, we wouldn't have money. And... uh It'd be, mm. uh, we, animals would be able yeah. to talk and right. I could fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, man. It's weird. Like, <laughs> John, I love that I can see his face. <laughs> you say I'm you, glad that I can't hey, see his face. Yeah, can I, I just say be. that? I'm glad that he sits behind be. me <laughs> and then I can't ever see his face. It's Why? perfect. He's, he's good looking. Because I don't even want to know how he reacts to any reaction. of the things that I say. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see that. You just say you wanted to fly? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to fly. I just want to fly. <laughs> <laughs> will you? Will you? Will you? Why doesn't it do that? Probably. Yeah. Wicka, 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 I, you think Mark McGrath? Do, seriously, good Mark dude. McGrath. That oh, that's, that was song? my backup character. I wanted to pick. <laughs> I wanted to pick a rock star who just stopped doing music and decided I want to. I want to host the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> like that was his whole plan the whole right. time. <laughs> well, they used to he be like, in that they band. Like, they were so like a hardcore band. Shit. They were they were like practically a thrash I know, band when and they then, started. Were they really? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. God, and I kind of just think of them as sucking. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry. he he was gonna quit the band because Fuck, they did him. they did that song Fly. Yeah, yeah. And he was gonna quit. It's a shit. And then it became such a like, huge. No, never mind. I'll just such be a huge in. hit. He was <laughs> like, oh, money. What? Yeah. Is there anything more empty? Then Mark McGrath at a fucking microphone. Sorry. No. no I, mean, I don't mean to be a cunt or anything. We don't realize he is. He is. The, the suitcase full of Walter's dirty underwear. Right. See, see that kind of shit. <laughs> that, that was good. Of, good yeah, job. That is Metaphor, good. bring it back. <laughs> we almost bad dadded it, but he brought it right about. back. <laughs> even when... Hey, listen. Even when he pulls that fucking gun, when he pulls that gun, the, God, the, the Big Lebowski's uh, uh, reaction is just priceless. Because he, he just like, God, Walter. Walter, put the gun up. Come on. You know? Yeah. It's a gun. <laughs> it's a gun in a public place, Walter. In a fucking shitty bowling alley. Yeah, I think I know the bowling and then, alley. There's that. It's gone now. That bowling is alley's gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm wrong. I asked where which did you bowling think it was? I thought it was on Venice Boulevard. In, uh, near. Um, I almost went to that bowling my work party. Really? Um, there, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's gone. We can look. No, it that up, one's but there. I, but no, but I uh, think the cares? one that they filmed in is gone. That's what oh, I heard okay. anyway. Oh, I get what you're saying. Uh. Yeah, there, but after that scene, there's one of my favorite moments where um, where Walter's like, "Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am mm-hmm. I wrong?" And uh, and dude is just like, "No, Walter, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole." Uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and that that line to me is everything about the dude that is you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just this like this frustration with him and being like and having to concede that like, well, no, you have a point, but 
why are you being a fucking piece of shit about oh, this? Oh, I feel that way about people I deal with all the fucking oh, I'm sure, time. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, no. You're just, you're just a, an you're asshole. Jerk, you're, you're being a jerk off. <laughs> yeah. You're making my day so much fucking harder. In, be, in between what I have to do between right fucking now and lay my head on the pillow, I, if I can eliminate as many shitty, pointless conversations as I can in between that and that point, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> but in that movie it's like that it's just like I just picture like that is the most active how what 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 the big Lebowski how many days does that take that whole movie oh man like, not know, many. span of a week like, or something yeah. like that yeah. that's his most exciting week ever ever since the Seattle 7 I wonder I was thinking about I that. I don't like, know. Yeah, like, I'd like well, to see more of his adventures. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's the point. You know, the best part of that movie, uh, this is why Jeff Bridges should have won the Oscar, and, and not that guy from Life is Beautiful, whatever. Uh, there, <laughs> there's this moment where he, he walks in his apartment, and there's a guy, I, I think he's in a like a ninja outfit, or so he's dressed in black. He obviously yeah, shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't fucking be there. <laughs> and, and Jeff Bridges has the most brilliant double take ever. It's like he, he, he looks at the guy, he looks at him, and he thinks about it. He's like, what the fuck is that? As opposed to, oh my god, there's somebody in my fucking house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he takes, it's like that stoner moment. It's like all the weed he smoked is giving <laughs> him this little, like, like buffer this glaze. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this little glaze that everything in life has to fucking drill through before he <laughs> hits his thick head. Like, oh shit, that's a guy who wants to kill me. I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. It's in my house. And then when he pisses on the carpet, it's just the, it's the funniest thing. It's the funniest thing ever because the the reaction is brilliant. He's mm, like, oh, aren't you house broken? Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's sort of his reaction to a lot of things. It's just, oh, man, do I look like a millionaire? On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. He's great. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's great. Do you like bowling? Do you bowl? Uh, I like doing it. I like hanging I think out I've there. I've been bowling with you before. I'm I not think. very good. Uh, I'm not either. Uh, a 90 year old lady beat me <laughs> from yeah. my work last week. So. You know, the last time I'm I went bowling, um, I I went bowling with uh, someone who was profoundly fucking drunk, and another person. Was it me? Yeah, no, was no, no, no. <laughs> that's what it And another person <laughs> only had the use of one of his hands. <laughs> oh, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> And it was it was it was the most amazing night watching. I mean, this the guy who was drunk is, is just an enormous person, and he walks like Bigfoot when he's drunk. And, oh, I think, and then try, oh, yeah, I know. I and, and then trying to teach this guy with one arm how to fucking bowl. And I remember thinking, God, should we get the bumpers in? Who, where do we? You know, the bumpers that you can put like to block the, the gutter. The three of you bowling. That is so weird. I, I, do, I would want to watch that. I'm a horrible bowler. I'm not good. I'm not good at really any kind of bar sports, which sucks because I am at bars I most of the bowling. fucking time. Time. We should go bowling. Let's do it, man. Let's do I, it. Shadow Lanes in Koreatown. I just went to Jewel City Bowl in Glendale. Pay you for that mention. They should. <laughs> they should. They, oh man, they got well, the thing I like about Shadow is they got this drink there called the Sandbagger. Oh, I never heard of it. Ooh. Really? And I, but you're not drinking. <laughs> no, I am. I no, drink. Him. Oh, you're oh, not you're drinking. Not drinking. You right I was not drinking, and then I, last night happened. And <laughs> the Sandbagger. You've definitely had the Sandbagger. Oh, you really? have to have had it. 
<laughs> it's like it's like it's every booze. It's uh, like really? it's like a Long Island iced tea, uh, but like delicious. with a lot of fruit juice in it. You don't know you're drinking. It's really sugary and sweet, and yeah, they'll fuck you up. Oh my god! They got, it's called the Sandbagger. It's at Shadow Lanes. I don't understand why people like make names and shit for. Boo- I'm like, it's all just a bunch <laughs> of shit that covers the flavor of the alcohol. Listen, so everybody get fucked up. Yeah. People <laughs> love drinking. And why they you love doing a drugs? One. And if there's something they love so much, they want to put a perfect name to. But it's I mean, fun like, to name a drink. It is. Just, yeah, but I mean, is that really different than any other fruity fucked up drink? No, like a hurricane but, no but, like, but that's a sandbagger. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a sandbagger and it's only it's a at bunch shadow of booze lanes. in a glass. Don't ruin my alcohol. It'll fuck you up and you won't even know Russian it. come from, do you think? White uh, Russian. Like, racist. I don't know what that name means. I'm sure it's some kind of racist roots. White <laughs> Russian. Sure some so they are all Russians white. I mean, I mean, not all Russians are white. That's an ignorant yeah, that nationalist. Not all white thing people are Russians, but all Russians are white people. No, there's there's Asians in Russia. Oh, uh, really? Uh, yeah, the Tartars. Yeah, the Tartars. There, there, there were a group of people. <laughs> They're my favorite. Russia, like uh, <laughs> on the border of China. <laughs> it's white, and there's vodka. God damn it. <laughs> Man, there's a there's there a healthy go. pile of fucking <laughs> sticky notes right there. I know these. How many is that? That's like twenty notes. So, uh, you you make your producer work like a motherfucker, I do, man. I do. <laughs> Back hurts from the. Do you like white Russians? I love them. I, I love that's too. my drink. I drink them every Thanksgiving. That's a solid drink. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a good drink. Good. I haven't had one in a long time. Why? <laughs> what, what's what's wrong? I just I just I don't know. I just I, I you know I went through a period in college. You know what it was? It was probably when it was when I was smoking weed too. Yeah. I would drink white Russians with that and they go to go together yeah, yeah. remarkably yeah, well oh yeah. really yeah um, i always forget they exist that's my thing they I were my drink to, you, yeah. Know. Yeah. you forgot it no i just forget to order it like it's i yeah. never think to order a white russian i used to i used to they were my drink for a while i used to make i used to get the stuff to make yeah. them with and that was the thing i drank that i mean really and that be, that is the one thing with the big lebowski that sort of betrays everything else he's into like that drink is a colossal pain in the ass. The white Russian. <laughs> I mean, that's why he's there in the middle of the night at Ralph's, having to write a fucking check to get his half and half. For yeah. his white Russian. <laughs> I'm like, dude, y- y- you got vodka? Just drink the vodka with some ice cubes in it. That should be fine. That don't get you drunk, <laughs> motherfucker. But he wants to enjoy it. Yeah. God, what do you think the Big Lebowski would be like in the day, at, like it with medical marijuana? <laughs> Man. Unintelligible. Because <laughs> I, I was watching him in this movie. I'm like, God, he's just he's probably smoking shit weed. It's got to be the worst weed, man. Back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the 90s. God. It's got to be. Well, it was still in California, but. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still probably like mostly Mexican ditch swag. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. I This guy that used to. Uh, uh, sell me uh, marijuana. He, he did house calls, which was nice, but he mm. was not punctual. Here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not before, you know, the yeah. dispensaries and stuff. And that guy, he used to roll in and be like, oh, I got this weed here. It's amazing. It's this outdoor stuff. And, it, you know, you'd smell it. Thinking back, that's the shittiest weed ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Oklahoma guy, weed. You know, get some, get right. a bag of Oklahoma weed and then tell me about shitty weed. Uh, just yeah. pulling out stems and seeds for Dude, like yeah, 20 yeah. minutes just that. sitting there. You ever, smoke, you ever smoke out of a fucking can? Yes. Sure. Yes. yes. An apple? Anybody ever <laughs> yes. smoked weed out of an I apple? I think we smoked out of a can at a Thanksgiving party I had at my apartment. We smoked out of a Diet Coke can, caffeine free. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I was. Was I, was I, was I smoking? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you were I into back then. I might have been. I don't know. You experimenting. Back then. <laughs> back then. 
I like you know what? Okay, uh, you know what I like about that fucking movie? I love the whole toe discussion. I think it's fascinating. Oh, the toe is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, the way Walter. I'll get you a fucking toe. It's three in the <laughs> afternoon. I get you a toe. I'll find somebody to put nail polish on it. Because the, the, he's freaking out. He's like, oh my God, it's this girl's toe. It's Tara Reed's toe. Which, in hindsight, who gives a shit? <laughs> who gives a fuck if Tara Reed lost her fucking toe? I don't think anybody <laughs> care. I don't think she'd notice. <laughs> ah, and like, hey, Tara, hey, Looney, you're missing a fucking toe. She's like, ah. <laughs> my implant is just it time to make another floor. american pie movie uh, no no it's not <laughs> no it's not it will never your, be that time get back again. in your sci-fi original movie vault uh, she's now a hermit crab <laughs> <laughs> she lives in a shell <laughs> she's toeless uh, god that is pretty hot she, though i don't mean to get in whatever but when she when she man, she fucking nailed that line in the big lebowski when she looks at jeff bridges she's like I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. I remember when I, the first time I saw that movie, I was like, ah, I gotta jack off. <laughs> but now you watch it, you're like, holy shit, that's Tara fucking Reed. Yeah. You, you almost think that movie should have should have been should have been shot back in the late seventies. I mean, honestly, with the, yeah, the way yeah, she's yeah. Uh, you know mature. Well, it's a lot of like <laughs> the shitty way, the shitty thing to say. I don't care. That movie kind of revived Jeff Bridges' career, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't remember him doing much before that. Uh, I mean, in the 90s, I don't remember him doing a whole lot. I remember Fearless. Yeah. Which was in like 92 or 93. The Mirror Has Two Faces with Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. That was a great movie. It was hilarious. But he wasn't doing a whole lot else. And then Big Lebowski happened. And then (laughs) boom. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Bridges is fucking in everything. Well, because he was so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He he was better than the Life is Beautiful guy, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's fucking brilliant in that movie. I'm just having a random thought here, but when, when fucking Walter, after Donnie dies, and they're sitting in the funeral home, and they give him the bill for everything, and the, the guy hands the bill, and and, and, and Walter just, he, like the big Lebowski doesn't even reach for it. Walter just, just like, give me this thing, because, you know, he doesn't have any money. And he opens up the bill, and when he sees that that earned, Cost six hundred dollars. <laughs> he turns it. He makes this big. Like if you watch the Big Lebowski, watch it just for John Goodman dealing with those ridiculous tinted glasses he has on. <laughs> it's insane. Every time he deals with his glasses, it's like Hamlet. It's a play. It's like he's, ta- he's making a big deal, taking the glasses off, looking at the fucking bill. What's this charge? <laughs> John Goodman is an American treasure. He's he is. he's one of my favorite actors. He's, period. Yeah, that's so good. This, that movie's got so many good actors yeah. in it, though. Fucking Hoffman, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Buscemi, um, oh, Sam Elliott. Who sucks uh, in it? I'm trying to think. Who Julianne. sucks? Because generally, I watch something and I'll be like, everybody's good. Like what? Like like that Julianne season. Moore is great. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, everybody's yeah. good. In it. It's like that season like of Dexter her. with Julia Stiles in it. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Who let the mannequin in? Honestly, she she's like a fucking vegetable. Terrible. Yeah, she has no <laughs> personality. And, uh, she's a monotone. Yeah. Boring. But there's nobody bad in the Big Lebowski. You're right. Yeah, I can't think of one person. Yeah, everybody's great. Mm. Fucking Peter Stormare. Uh, who's he? Uh, he's the uh, Carl Hungus. Oh, I feel yeah, like you were yeah, just yeah, waiting yeah. to name someone that he wouldn't know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the actor who um in the wheelchair who was also in Hudsucker Proxy, uh, the, the guy who plays Jeffrey Lebowski, yeah, the millionaire. Yeah. Um, David Huddleston. Oh yeah. yes, David Huddleston. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. I'm a big fan. A huddle huddle snipe. <laughs> he was in. He was in Hudsucker Proxy. Uh, great. Yeah, yeah. Hudsucker Proxy is another. Is that um, the movie about the uh, hula hoop. Yeah, 
Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tim <laughs> Robbins. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you, that. you pick that character. Pick the what? For your episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Coen brothers are just masterful, though, they about, really getting, about getting great cast. Uh, yeah. They get good casts. Uh, God, I love Fargo, man. That was, <laughs> that Somebody should do uh, that William H. Macy character. There's not a better scene on the... I'm sorry. There is not a better scene on the planet. The guy's the on, uh, only guy in the scene, and he's like scraping that ice off his fucking oh, car. Oh, yeah, when he loses his <laughs> shit, scraping the ice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you live in the Midwest, you watch that scene, and you're like, oh, yeah, after I scrape the ice off my car, that, that misery, I could go in there and... and you know, I'm gonna kill my wife. Kill, I'll kill my whole fucking family. It's so cold. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, take that part out, John. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know that the little Larry thing is a true story. No, the little Larry, the uh, the uh, the uh, the kid that broke into his car. Oh, uh, the, the the guy with the uh, the, the homework. Yeah, yeah, the homework. <laughs> Larry. We know it's your homework, Larry. That's a true kidding? story. No, that's a true story. <laughs> How is that true? So there's the guy that... It's the best story. The guy like that... Like, what, in what way is that a true story? This is how it's true. Okay. There's some parts of it that aren't true. It happened. Uh, but it, it happened to... You mean... Yeah, but I mean what? So so they work with this... Jeff Dowd is the guy that the dude is based on. He's right. a real person. Um, there's also a guy... I can't remember his name right now. Um, and that's going to drive me fucking crazy. Oh, no. But but the character of Walter is based on this other right. guy. John who's Julius. What? John Milius. John Milius. Directed Red Dawn. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're making shit up. No, I'm dead he directed Red Dawn. <laughs> John Milius. Well, he also directed uh, Conan and the Barbarian. He did. Oh, yeah. But he's, that's not the guy Walter is based on, is yes, it? Yes, he's a crazy right-wing film director. Okay, so <laughs> I guess that's the guy that Walter is based on. Yeah. But he got his car broken into. He got his car stolen. Uh-huh. His car was stolen. Uh, he found his friend who... Um, he had a friend who I guess was a private investigator or something, but who was a big guy. He took that friend with him down to the impound lot, and his friend found <laughs> some homework right. from a kid named Jake Freeman in the in the in the fucking car. <laughs> and they went to this guy. They went to the yes. kid's house. They went to Jake Freeman's house to fucking. And they and the guy brought the homework in a goddamn was, evidence bag. Was there really a guy there in an iron in a lung case? There was a guy. In oh a my god! Iron oh my lung. When he, in that scene, in the when, living room, when Walter walks into that scene, and, and they're all standing there, they kind of stare at the guy in the iron lung, and you can hear the horrible like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you hear yeah. the thing working, and then Walter just says to the guy, "And a good day to you, sir." <laughs> <laughs> I think the only part of that story that's not true is well the the smashing up the car afterwards. Oh, now that's sad. I wish that um, was true. Yeah, yeah, that's he, what I was hoping too. And, and, and the uh, the fact the guy wasn't a famous TV writer. Oh yeah, oh. those are the I think the only two parts of the He's story just a that aren't true. Bag. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I like when uh, oh shit, I just lost my train of thought. It's about this. Oh, I like when he goes and picks up the car. Is, is his car at the impound lot he sits there he gets in the car and he's like oh god he's, the guy's like yes uh, someone uh, someone uh, probably defecated in there <laughs> used it as a toilet <laughs> I like I when know. he says when he says did you guys have any leads <laughs> leads yeah. and he starts laughing as that, and the cop laughs his ass off at him oh god I bought a car a long time ago like it's really nice uh, back in 2001 beautiful uh, Corolla mm-hmm. new Wow, Corollas yeah. are the best. Oh yes, and um, some drunk asshole is in Chicago. Some drunk asshole must have hit it in the middle of the night, and I came out, 
And my guy hit it so hard, he broke the rear axle of oh, my car. Oh, my God. Fucked up. I'd had the car a week. Oh, my God. And I, remember, and I had a piece of the of the car that hit me. It was just like a blue piece of whatever. And I handed it to the cop. And I was like, do you need to take this? He's like, he actually said, yeah, I'm going to drop it off at the crime lab. And he laughed at me. I was like, ah, fuck off. Wow. So you even have dude experiences. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do. Did you now, Did you see the movie when it came out in theaters? Yes. Yeah. I did. I loved it. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, 98 then. Yeah. How how old were you? Oh, God. Back in 98, I, I think I was uh, 22. Were you married? You were married. <laughs> you were married at that no, time. I wasn't no, 22. No, no. I'm just kidding. I was like 30 or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You were married. I, I think I was married. Or I was with the chick that I ended up marrying. It's no oh, okay. difference. Yeah. We, just, we, just, we just made our horrible relationship legal. <laughs> That's the difference. It was nice. <laughs> Oh, God, the divorce was tough. Oh. oh, I believe these are all your shitty Gin Blossom CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> these are your Credence tapes. It wasn't real uh, dude-like. Oh, God. Yeah. Being married is not dude-like, by the way. And it almost seems like when he has to fuck uh, Julian Moore, it almost seems like an inconvenience to him. Because he's laying there, and she just drops a robe. And the first thing he says is like, that's my robe. <laughs> it's like it's a naked chick in the middle of your apartment that wants to fuck you. You don't have any money. Go fuck her. You know, it's like, ah. I got a lot of stuff I got to do. Coitus, Jeffrey. It, it's funny, like, sometimes, you know, stoners, it's interesting. Uh, you'll, you'll have something to do in the middle of your day, like on a Saturday, that's like, oh, I got to go drop this red box off and uh, mm -hmm. buy eggs. And, and that turns into the most, like, the. Yeah. The, a huge dreaded errand yeah. that's yeah. just this yeah. enormous like task yeah. and i think the big lebowski thinks like that i think i think all these little things like that, that kind of pile up and i think they turn into big monumental tasks and then when he has to save the chick's life you know you know when he's like her life is in your hands dude i think he loses his mind <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. Think I cut that last part out. No, no, no. I think it makes a lot of sense. I, uh, <laughs> I John's like, yeah. No, I think it makes a lot of sense because yeah. I, I remember those days of that, like, where like, you know, you got to get stoned to do anything. Yes. And it's like most of the time you just want to sit around your apartment. I liked doing. I still I, do. I, I, I liked kind of doing tasks that. Yeah. when I was stoned. That's why I would do it. Happens. I used to write still half the time stoned. why I do it too because oh, yeah. I have to do. I edit paper stone. Uh. I'm an amazing editor stone. <laughs> Terrible oh, yeah. writer. Terrible writer. Huh. But good editor. I used to man. I'll tell you. In college, I used to. I would uh, if I had like a bunch of papers due or a, like a paper due, like a twenty page paper or something. I would like roll a joint. Put it in the astronaut, take a pop, and Shit. then just like just sit there and read. four hours later, listen I'd to indie rock and paper. Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, no, I'd listen to like yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh uh, shit! Oh god damn! I had a stone. Oh yeah, you ever you ever get stoned to take a shower? That's fine. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, is. Like a mental. What it was <laughs> the, the, with the you guys uh, ever get stoned and do this? this uh, now we're just doing yeah. the movie. This is this is uh, <laughs> this is what I like to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> You know that that shampoo that has menthol in it? It's not a menthol. Eucalyptus. You know what I'm talking? Eucalyptus. eucalyptus. Oh yeah. my god! You take a big hit of marijuana and then rub some eucalyptus whatever into your scalp. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember those days. Like, like uh, I got to do this and this and this. Yeah. Uh, and it was always such a, like a big like. But when you were to the done, post you office. felt like. Oh, yeah. That. Meanwhile, this guy down the street is like applying for citizenship as a standalone <laughs> social security office since four in the morning and yeah. a bunch of papers. Oh God, yeah. we're the worst. White people? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we're the worst, man. Uh, that dude, we're. we're 
What were you gonna say? I don't know. I usually I got some questions. I, I usually I ask if you would trade places with the dude, but like I don't need to because you're already him. Oh God! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, do you yeah, want? Yeah, yeah. Do you know. want to be the dude? Do you aspire to no, be the dude? I, they're part. You know what? I want to be the real dude. I re- I recently heard oh, him. The producer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy's uh, uh fucking loaded, and uh, yeah. he just he just uh had released a book. He has a book out. Oh, with, really? uh, he wrote with somebody else, and it's the, the the whole book is about what happens in the middle of the night. Because he says it like he he's up mainly at night and sleeps during the day, so it's a whole book about what what goes on at night. Oh, wow. I would love to write a book like nobody get like who would give a shit if Ryan Fife <laughs> wrote a book. What happens at nighttime? People would be like, oh, let me read that. <laughs> Fuck off, man. I'm not interested. I would love to have that level of success where I could I could squeeze off like a, you know uh, what I think about when I'm sitting on a bicycle seat. You know what I mean? Like people give a fuck. I would, if that if that's the dude's life, then I want that. Yeah. Is that the you mean that's the that's the real guy? Yeah. And I actually I would love to be able to have an apartment like the dude has in the Big Lebowski and not really have a fucking job. Yeah. Shit. That's true. How does he manage that? That's the one thing they don't really explain in the movie. Where does this money come from? He's, you know, various things, man. He's one of these guys. He's like Kramer on Seinfeld. He just, he just like walks into money like a lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you would hang and you would hang out with him for sure. Oh, I would hang out with the dude. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I don't think the dude would necessarily seek me out. I don't think no, I'm crazy enough. Well, I don't think the dude seeks anybody no, out. Yeah. You kind of have to cross his path. Yeah. You kind of have to come into his life. I think he'd be fine with you being there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. My friends that that uh, that don't do stand up and you know like go to work every day and like, you know they don't they whenever they hang out with my comedy friends they always say everyone you know is batshit crazy. <laughs> They're all fucking crazy. And it's true. You ever, I like, I, that's how I identify, I think, with the dude. I feel like everybody's nuts yeah. in my life. Mm. And how horrifying sometimes. is it that you're so, in, you know, involved in it that that's your life oh, the and that, that becomes it? the norm Dude, to you I, like you're like people are like this that's yeah. what people are like <laughs> no see the they're not and messages i get about I, I just i ignore them i don't write people back sometimes because i'm like i don't give a fuck about that <laughs> that's not gonna make my bank account go up any i don't care about this person's feelings give an example shit no <laughs> Can we I, a yeah later example uh, uh, the <laughs> premium content <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that you know, regular people are just as fucking crazy. But I, just, they, yeah, they, I guess, but not so much so that you're sitting there all you like, every day, all day. You have the weirdest conversation. Yeah. But you're you get immersing, so used to it that it doesn't even. You're yeah. immersing you. yourself around people that comics, you know, that think you know. I'm interesting enough to talk on a microphone all by myself, with nobody else on stage. That that takes a certain sociopath. Yeah, you know, that's a crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But I, but I, I hate I the think, idea that you have to be that. To I don't be think. So. I, don't, I don't mean that, I but I think. I think the the impetus to think I'm interesting enough. I can stand on stage by myself and talk into a microphone, and I expect people to listen is fucking crazy. Do you think it always comes from I'm interesting enough, yeah. and I have to be interesting? Yeah, I don't. I think, think it so. comes. I like. Do you think it ever comes genuinely from? Uh, I think it'd be cool to make people laugh. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it totally. does. You know, <laughs> yeah. You're just agreeing to it. Agree. I think most people in the world are Walter. I really do. Because I was looking, I was like, uh, I was watching that movie. I was like, what does this mean? What does this fucking character mean? I, for two seconds, I was like, is the dude supposed to be Jesus? Like, ah, fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> You're reading too much into but it. But I think Walter is America. I think Walter no, is, oh, yeah. is every dude, absolutely. every guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, like everybody's got like all that the minutia with his ex-wife. He's yeah. like, he, why? He, why is he? He's he's he runs a security Shabbos. company too. He runs a security consulting right. company. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. he. That's what he does. He's got to. He got. He's got to watch his wife's ex-wife's temperamental dog. Mm. Well, she's fucking her he boyfriend in the whole. Yeah, he can't let go of the consequences of that relationship. Like he's still Jewish, even though he converted for her. Like yeah, yeah, his. Uh, he is Vietnam. <laughs> Walter's character, it's like if you got a divorce and everything good in the relationship, you don't experience anymore. You just have all more of the shit. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> I ain't thinking about it. Yeah, it is. Crazy. But see, the dude doesn't have all that. He doesn't have one fucking thing. He has he has his carpet and he walks in circles around his apartment all fucking day. <laughs> and his white Russians. Right. And you think bowling. that's happy? And bowling, that's happy? his thing. Do, you th- do I think the dude's happy? Yeah. I don't think he thinks about it. <laughs> I don't know. He's, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, people ask he's me Zen, if I'm dude. happy. He's I always, it. He's Buddhist. Are you happy? When, when, if someone I asks you, yeah, are you I happy? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say to you. Yes. Wait, who asks you that? Weirdos. Some people <laughs> like, like, like strangers are you happy with your life? Are you happy with your life? fucking ass. I don't know. Normal people ask me that shit all the time. I was until you made me think about it. Yeah, normal fucking normal people. I, ask I can that. see it like in response to, well, I'm doing this thing, and, is the, and you know, I'm really, really worried about. It. Are you happy? I could see that. Yeah, like, but are you happy? But the dude is so present. It'd be like, are you happy? And be like, I'm bowling. Yeah, that's what I am right now. I'm bowling, or I'm stoned, or you know, or I got yeah. a marmot trying to eat my dick in the tub. <laughs> well, he's. I guess that's right. He's like the definitive. I'm in this moment that I'm in yeah. person. I think that's a so good that's, fucking way to live. Yeah, I would like to live like that's that. That's enviable. I think sure. you do to a degree. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Like, what's the percentage? Give me a pie chart. All right, Come let's on, not seriously. fucking... Okay. Didn't you do your research? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got to wrap it up. Um, you got anything else you want to say? Ryan what's, has to do an impression your... of me. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Leah. Uh, that. Yeah, you got nothing. Uh, listen, I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I knew I it. Gotta think I about fucking it. knew it. That's why I said that. Look, he didn't. He doesn't have to do an impression of you. He already harangued you for how you deal with hecklers. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 do, I do an impression of you. I don't think I deal you. with them. I think I exacerbate. <laughs> like I make it way worse. <laughs> I do an impression of you, but it's not good for a podcast. It's I. I, I do the drunk Leo walk. Oh, I've done that. Oh, oh yeah. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta see that. Oh shit. <laughs> like, what do we do? Who's got a taser? <laughs> Some chloroform. Oh. Uh, hand me that Hannibal Lecter mask. Oh God, <laughs> she's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming by. It was good to talk to you. We gotta thanks go bowling. For having me. We gotta yeah. go bowling. We're gonna. I want to make this a new thing. We're like we. We do a thing because we're gonna go ghost hunting with Rye yeah, Silverman. Yeah. yeah. Let's go bowling with she Ryan going? Pfeiffer. Yeah, of course she's going. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not here. She goes, this one. I got I'm four kidding. strikes last time I went bowling. Oh really? Yeah. I got good four for strikes you, in one game. I got, yeah, I go pretty good. Yeah. I almost broke two hundred. Didn't quite. Ooh. Almost. That's good. Do you have your own shoes and your no, own God, no. ball? No. Do you have a handguard? No. <laughs> do you have no. a comb over? <laughs> I do have a gut. A I've got a gut. Living in the past. I've got a gut and a mustache. You so. know what they got at the Shadow Lanes? Probably. That'll be fun. They have a Guns N' Roses pinball machine. Oh, cool. Ooh, that does sound fun. <laughs> Let's play that. I want to go just for that. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right, it's yeah. a date. <laughs> writing it on my list. We're Color me it, there. Guys. All right. Do you have a? Do, do you have a definitive line or moment? for you that like completely like wraps the dude up uh, yeah uh i do have a moment i already talked about it 
so maybe I should share another one. <laughs> I I do like when he walks in the room and he discovers the people in there, and he d- he does that double take and he doesn't care. He, he first he doesn't give a shit. He's like, oh man, there's somebody in there in a black ski mask. I think wants to beat the shit out of me. And then he's like, oh fuck. I like that moment, but I I love the moment in the movie where um, uh, Donnie has the heart attack. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That moment when Donnie has the heart attack. It's it's kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. To watch to watch Walter and and the dude deal with their friend that's fucking dying right after they threw a bowling ball at somebody trying to kill him with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> and like I watch that, and I'm like, yeah, that's how I'd react. <laughs> <laughs> been there done that I'm just kidding I don't know that, you know yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah, had somebody we're, die in a parking lot we're we're <laughs> just kidding my mom says that all the time been there done that makes me nuts <laughs> alright oh god sorry what uh, fucking the end of your show up no you're not no we can do that we'll just cut By this ourselves. whole thing out yeah, okay, yeah yeah oh yeah what condition my condition was in I woke up this morning with the sundown shining in I found my mind in a brown paper bag But then Ryan Pfeiffer, ladies and gentlemen uh, Thanks, Ryan, so much for coming by uh, That was a good uh, good talk It's always good to talk to Ryan and uh, have him around he's, uh, he's, he's quite a spirit animal um, if you want to hear more from Ryan Pfeiffer, um, you can go to, he's got a, he co-runs a weekly open mic at the Hollywood Hotel every Thursday with John Silver called Bomb Shelter. Um, you can also check out his podcast, Crab Nation. Um, it's a live streaming, uh, internet radio show every Monday, Thursday, and Friday at, um, VocNation.com. It's really cool. Him and Patrick, uh whose last name I won't attempt to pronounce. Uh, Vial, I believe. Well, I guess I lied. I did attempt it. Uh, it's, uh, they, uh, it's, really, it's a really cool podcast. They talk about uh, really weird, curious uh, uh, current events and things every Monday, Thursday, and Friday on VocNation.com at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And you can call in. They give you a number. You can call in and talk to Ryan and Patrick. And it's fun. I've called in a couple times. And uh, they're great. They're both great dudes and uh, really funny guys. So, um, anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, rate and review us on, on iTunes. Uh, you can now listen to us on Stitcher. Also, uh, follow us on Twitter, at PeopleWeKnowPod. And go ahead and like us on Facebook. Just uh, dedicate your entire social media experience to people we know. That would be great. Uh, send us money. Uh, send us teeth if you want. We can always use more teeth. Um, blood. Blood's great. Um, children. We're always accepting children. Um, no, we're really not accepting children. That's don't don't send us kids, please. Um, if you have any uh, suggestions, though, you can uh, you know uh, send us a Facebook message. I, I don't know if you can do that actually. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can do that. John says you can do that. Say hi, John. Hey. <laughs> yeah, send us a, if you got any suggestions, characters you'd maybe like to hear about, or uh, just anything you want to share or comment with us. Uh, you can go ahead and do that on Facebook. Um, in the meantime, guys. Uh, you know, get excited. It's uh, it's a weird world out there, full of uh, all kinds of stuff. And uh, what else are you going to do, right? Uh, get into it. 
I don't know. I promise I'm not on drugs right now. I just, uh, this is what happens when I run out of things to say. And again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.